0: Yo, it's the burial ground sound done It's
1: real out here Stand out and puttin' chills in y'all niggas Forever in it my devastating hot 97 mentality. Keep me on point for my four-digit salary. Heavyweight lyric never lost one calorie. I'm soon to be seen on a TV screen. Gambino cappuccino to the Afro scene. Stay black wearing i High road to rap council. Splash love to woo in the orderly tonsil. Never limited addiction cause chaos to mixing. a sound check ripple through the intermission. Rats under seats held tight like a squeeze. Forced in the world on a nuclear freeze. Do the damage to the wannabe flip mode. Welcome back everybody to Jeff vs. The World Presents Hood Classics And this week we are doing Ghost Dog But like always I got my man Shahid here What's going on good sir? At
2: least you picked one of his
1: three good songs he got So what's yeah. happening to everybody? There's only three so I did pick one of the good ones uh, We have a special guest tonight uh, My man Rich Fan came to pull up to talk about uh, 1999's Ghost Dog What up Rich?
3: Not much. Looking forward to talking with you guys and figuring out how I can learn how to be an ice cream man. <laughs> <laughs> Seems lucrative. I, I, Seems like a lucrative job to me. I,
1: yes and no. Let's just say that. And I only saw two customers. that didn't pay. So...
3: I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things he pay, I mean, that's like, that's long-term dividends right there. Yeah,
2: Cal- yeah. All you gotta do is like learn a different language, talk about how much calcium's in ice cream, and you're good to go.
1: Well, <laughs> I guess that's also true. But let's talk about our first experience with this movie because uh, I can tell you guys, my first one was not a good one. Uh, I think when I initially saw this movie, it wasn't what I expected, and I was a lot younger, and I was just like, "No, I don't even know what this is." So I, I, I didn't like it. As I got older, I've come to appreciate the movie a lot more. And after seeing it now again, I really appreciate it. Uh, But I'll let you start off, Rich, since you're the guest tonight. Let's talk about uh, your first experiences with it.
3: I saw it with my dad because Forrest Whitaker was like black dad salutes. Like he basically, I I realized now as a dad that he was basically like, before the idea of dad bod or the idea of uh, these older dudes like Liam Neeson and, and, and all these dudes doing these movies where, like, you don't have to get in shape, but you're seen as the scariest human being in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what my man Forrest did for this movie. So seeing that with my dad and seeing how much he was into, like, this way of the samurai by way of this crazy man in New Jersey somewhere was very... uh it was a nice bonding moment, but then as I started watching the movie, I'm like, this dude, like, is he mentally handicapped? Or, like, (laughs) little did I know this was, like, pre-accountant. Like, if this dude met the accountant, I would pay money to see that movie. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm almost on the different side with Shahid at text the other day, uh, this and John Wick. Like, yeah, they have almost similar reasons for doing what they're doing. What about you, (laughs) Shahid?
2: So... My first experience seeing this was kind of like something like I heard about it. You know, I was a, this like, you know, I'm a RZA fan, I was a Wu Tang fan. I heard about Forest where the could a samurai. So I got the DVD when it came out. That's the DVD in 1999. I watched, I'm like, I think I like this. This is cool. It's just weird because I, w- I hadn't heard of Jim Jarre much before. So it was just kind of like a different vibe. And it just felt kind of like, you know, a nice art movie with hip-hop flair re-watching it this past weekend you know my first thought is it's basically like if the barksdale organization hired the Winter soldier because a lot of stuff the math is not mapping in this movie at all like a lot of stuff does not add up when you think about it but i think that's kind of the point i think it's more about that the point is not if you look at, it like tale, look at more like a fairy tale, a look at more like a you know, a Japanese proverb, and you hip hop it up, it makes more sense. If you just look at it for like a movie, because it's a lot of stuff in the movie where I'm like, elephant in the room. How are these broke ass gangsters <laughs> got enough money? I'll- I'm just wondering how much is Ghost making? Cause he's living in a pigeon coop. You feel like, you know, you look at him, feel like he's broke. But then he had state yard hardware, and he seemed like he is just overqualified for the jobs he's doing.
1: Um, It felt like he just distanced himself from the world. I, I mean, that's just me. Because that whole pigeon, almost borderline homeless hitman thing was still ringing in my head now. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not sure. This is a choice. I guess this is a choice for him to live like this. I don't know. It had to be a choice.
3: (laughs) Listen, I I prefer this because I saw this movie about five minutes after a couple of friends of mine uh, did a movie review and asked me to watch uh, Faster. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen Faster with The Rock. That was like the first movie he did with Carlo Cugino. And uh, in it, there's a dude who's a hitman that is also a venture capitalist and independently wealthy. So he only takes one dollar per hit and just puts them up in his like mansion. So I had the aesthetic within two hours of a billionaire that kills people for fun and has like 30 single dollars on his wall. And Ghost Dog, who's secretly a billionaire or whatever he is, living with in a hovel with pigeons and whatnot. So I, I was shook. I was like, I don't know what these people are doing with their lives and with their money but just break me off like a third of it and I will actually do something with it.
2: You left out the best part of Faster. He mastered yoga, Rich.
3: Oh, God, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I don't even remember that. Oh, God, I'm so angry. Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) Jeff. I didn't mean to say, oh, my. Oh, I was so angry when he said that. I was like, you mastered. He's like, yeah, I broke it. I did five stretches that no one else in the world can do. I was like, oh, no, 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 nope.
2: So, yes, I I saw faster and I was laughing at that character because it's kind of like, you know, man grew up on crutches, disabled, overcame, you know, pulled himself up by his broken bootstraps to become rich, dates Maggie Grace and just takes one more job and then runs into somebody that's better than him. Uh, and it's, it's even funnier seeing him like when I saw an invisible woman and it's the same guy, like, how many years later, a, a decade later, it's just hilarious because it's kind of like, you know, another he's playing another rich asshole.
1: Well, I think the problem is, too, the, going back to what you were saying, was these mobster guys like they have money for Ghost Dog, but they are about to get kicked out of their meeting uh, house or whatever you want to call it, whatever room they rented out. My homie wants Everything,
2: <laughs> every building that was there that they were operating was, was for sale. If ah, he... you pay attention, every single one. And it's kind of like, there's nobody under the age of 40 in that gang.
1: Yeah, I didn't notice So It was, that. <laughs> it, it was interesting. Uh, I'm like, where your money going? to? Are y'all just paying your money to Ghost Dog to do all these hits? They ain't
2: got no money. I mean, I don't know if you noticed it, Rich. That was the thing that's stole me off. It's kind of like they struggling to pay rent. None of them <laughs> look like they doing any moves. Like it's not this up and coming gang, and yet look like I had twelve jobs the past four years, no problem. And Ghost Dog, you know, hacking high end cars, got state art weaponry. Like his tactics is seem like he's just overqualified. Like, what Ghost Dog does and how good he is doesn't match up with anything from that gang. No. It's
3: like they were paying him in coupons, uh, like good for one hug. Thanks, Ghost Dog.
1: He did only get paid in the autumn, so yeah, <laughs> the that's, a, of- <laughs> that's a thing. But um, yeah, they just seem like aged out gangsters. So I'm just like, yeah, because like you said, there was nobody over what under forty. Everybody's just old and broken down. I'm like, what is happening? Who are these people they taking out? They need Ghost Dog for, but I guess he felt. Uh, and maybe you, you two can answer this for me. Were they telling two different stories of how they met? I thought I felt like they were. It is
2: yes, and it's based off like Rashomon, which is kind of like a key of like Rashomon. The story is us the same story told different ways based on perspective, and that's one of the cues. Like a lot of this movie is like, what's the term? Weebo, weebo.
3: Am I saying it right? I think so, but I don't know. I don't know honestly how to pronounce it. I'm going to take your lead.
2: Yeah, kind of like, you know, I don't want to say appropriation, but
3: it kind of feels like it, but with
2: more respect toward it. And, you know, they're talking about. The book Rashomon keeps getting passed around from person to person to person, and that's kind of, like, one of the cruxes of the movie. From Ghost Dog's point of view, he feels like he owes Louis because, like, Louis saved his life because the dude was about to shoot Ghost Dog. From Louis's point of view, it was like, I was just protecting myself because dude was about to shoot me, and you're not sure who's telling the truth. They never really tell you who's telling the truth, and I don't really—and it doesn't matter, although kind of, like, it's a big difference. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, if you're alive, you're alive. I don't if, I don't care if he was doing it to, for me or for him. If I'm alive, I'm not worried about it too much. But it affected Ghost all so much it's like, you know, I'm you owe me. You own me basically, because you saved my life. And Louis is like, uh uh-uh. uh, all right.
1: So we are to believe that Ghost Star, after his beatdown, he went away for four years or five years? 4 years. 4 years so I'm guessing he went to Rajyaguru and came back um <laughs> He came back a uh, badass because yeah, he was on his game and he was a a hitman. Uh synopsis of the movie uh Shahid.
2: Uh so synopsis of the movie. Ghost An overqualified bum too <laughs> serious as a hitman for the Mario quote unquote cartel runs into trouble when a job goes awry, and now he must protect himself while honoring his code of the samurai.
1: Yeah, um, that's pretty much to the point. Uh, I don't know. I guess we can go to... uh, I guess we could talk about any MVP of the movie, but I just felt like, you know, Forrest Whitaker carried the movie. Um, It's not really... I don't even know if anybody else stuck out for you. I just feel like you know he carried pretty much the weight of the movie, and everybody else was just like moving parts for him.
3: Yeah, I'd see that. It's kind of like Leon, where it's instead of Leon having a cast that can kind of bounce off of him, it just was Jean Renault. And so, given that, I got to give Forest Whitaker MVP uh, because that that had to be a lot of work for him as an actor compared to everybody else on that set.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, Jim Jarmusch said, like, he made the movie with Forrest Whitaker in mind. And if Forrest said no, he wouldn't have made the movie. So that I'm was a he made specifically for him. And But if it's not Forrest Whit- Whitaker, it's the guy that's playing my man Valerio. Because he just, he's kind of like, it's you know, he's the underboss. He's like, he got the most going on. And he's just so kind of like incredulous. You're trying to tell me he's talking you through a fucking bird?
0: <laughs>
2: what? You get paid on the first day of autumn? Like, it's a whole bunch of kind of like, he's the outside like, don't this shit sound weird? He's like that voice in the movie. And I don't know if he talked to you about a Rich. Jeff talked to me about, the racism is very rampant in this movie. Like, it is... Casual, it just hits, but it didn't bother me. And a lot of times, racing the bottom because this one just felt like it's just so cartoonish.
3: Yeah, it was. This was like I was waiting for like
0: dynamite.
3: Like this was like <laughs> black dynamite samurai. Uh And I was, whew, I, 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 I just ignored it. I, I it, it just didn't even register. Cause like you said, it was infantile. And so I was just like, Hey, here's, we'll go. And of course they had a flavor flay fan.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's, and what, that's, that's what put yeah, it over and, the top for me.
2: And you know where that came from? Um, the director said when he was doing research, he realized that a lot of mob guys listen to hardcore rap. That's one of their favorite genres. I
1: fancy that. Uh, Yeah, man.
2: (laughs) Couldn't date their daughters, but they can listen
1: to our music. Imagine that.
3: I was waiting for Terry to show up. Yeah. Uh,
1: The the racism just came. I noticed it this time watching it The racism, I'm like, these guys are 60 plus and yeah, whatever. Okay. But I just, that's the one thing before I watched it recently, I just remember, I was like, yeah, it was a a lot of racist comments in this movie. But yeah. Uh, It was just too over the top. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and start with the film sheet.
2: So you get the prayer, you know, the samurai, like a samurai has to be ready for death. No matter when he comes in, you know, thinking himself is dead. If he falls off a cliff, <laughs> hit by arrows, has a heart attack or whatever. Like that's the best way to live life is if you're dead. And I'm like, oh, on those type of movies. <laughs> and you got old lazy eye, you know, got lazy eye forge Whitaker with his pigeon coop about to do his job. Like you see him reading his book. You're just wondering what he's doing. And this is where that juxtaposition comes from. You see, you see Forge Whitaker with like a holy shirt, reading a book in the dark, wondering what's going on. And then you see him. Still, like a high end car using, like, you know, electronic key breaker, key starter. Well armed, well trained. And it's kind of like, yeah, him being a bum is a choice.
1: Yeah, it has to be. It's
2: not like he can't afford to live somewhere. Like, I know rent is high, but it's like, come on, that ain't that high.
1: I questioned that. Did did y'all guys notice in the opener, I guess, that first 10 minutes as we saw him moving around during the city? I guess, like you say, he in New Jersey, nobody ever noticed him. It was like he when say, when he would go past, people would look the other way. But it was like, oh, okay, they are trying to say like, you know, he's got that aura about him, that ninja aura. Where he's moving, but nobody's like really seeing him. I was like, okay, I noticed that this time.
3: Yeah, and I give credit to Shahid because when he said it, when you when you when you mentioned the text you guys had. He that was kind of like a John Wick move where he's just walking through the city and just is seen is unseen. Mm-hmm. So that's what I took it as. Like, I, I didn't even take it to that level, Jeff. Now I'm thinking about it and I'm, I'm going to cry laughing. So I'm going to have to mute myself like this dude's just looking one way at the door, the other way at the at his <laughs> at his pigeons. And nobody could see him just like skittering. by I'm done. I can't. I'm going to mute Jeez. myself.
2: <laughs> you know, getting on the HBK treatment it ain't even his fault. So But it's just funny where like Forrest Whitaker's not a small man. And you would think like, like this big dude that's an all black you would notice him, but like people who didn't know who didn't know Ghost All, it's like they never saw him. He's just walking through, just mind his business, you know, ready, go ahead, do the job, do his job, his latest job, you don't know what it is, and then one thing you notice is whenever he gets in a, steals a car, turns the music on, it always go up to twenty-one. He you always know, puts the volume there.
1: Yeah, I did notice that. I noticed that at the end, I was like, damn, why you even put on twenty-one? I guess it's <laughs> something symbolic about that. So, and then you see the gang.
2: And it's funny. We did go we did good fellas. You see that gang. You see it's like, you know, they all like they living well, spending money, but still kind of like down to earth. And this is kind of like you know good fellas the the post era
1: <laughs> if they all lived,
2: yeah, like money just run out they just it is nothing more depressing than old broke gangsters, yeah, they definitely
1: um they look happy, but they look uh retired, I should say, rich do they look happy to you
3: i i I don't think they look happy, they look like. I mean they're about. Yeah, monks. They were waiting to die. Like they just on the boardwalk (laughs) and just like just let let the sea carry them out. Like they did not look like people who had a joy for life anymore.
2: You know what it is? Not when you see the Rock and Roll Express doing shows like they're having fun. When you see Tracy Smothers versus Sabu in
3: 2020.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you're not doing this just because of love of wrestling. It's kind (laughs) of like (laughs) I got to pay this rent somehow and Walmart ain't paying me enough. (laughs) That's the feel they have. They talk about the job. It's like, oh, I don't know. I feel bad. You know, so basically the whole thing is, we find out from Louie, is handsome Frank, which has to be an ironic name, is messing around (laughs) with the boss's daughter. (sighs) Which this man had to been a lunatic. Like, why are you doing that? And it's like, oh, you know, I kind of feel bad. Handsome Frank's some maid, man. And somebody's like, you know, yeah, whatever. Handsome Frank fucked up. He go to his funeral. And, and this is where I say it's like John Wick part two. Cause it's kind of like, they playing this whole thing. Like, you know, Ghost Dog is there to knock off Handsome Frank. Cause he's messing with the boss's daughter. And it's like, I got it all set in place. Like I got my best man. She's not going to be in there. I put on a bus. And I, I feel bad about it, but don't worry about it, Don't do it. John Wick 2's whole thing was, since he was like, my sister's gonna take control. And I wonder if I'd be in charge. <laughs> do this for me, John, and I'll set you free. And then as soon as he does, it's kind of like, oh, how could I not avenge my daughter? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna hire you hire me to do a job and as soon as I do you gonna knock me off cause cause of principal? I, I got a reputation to maintain. I gotta avenge my sister's murder, even though it's my fault. So this is kind of like the same thing going on. So I just laughed because I cause it the indignation they had made no sense. Like, you know, yeah. if he was, you know, he stepped out of line, he's messed with somebody he shouldn't mess with five. Well a sudden, as soon as he does it, because it's a witness, oh we gotta we gotta peel his cat, or you know, we, we gotta do something. Dead, dead. You gotta do, you gotta do enough?
1: Yeah, exactly. That didn't that whole thing didn't make sense to me. I was like, wait a minute, what? Cause I'm thinking, okay, oh, because she saw him, but then their reasoning was no, because <laughs> he is it. Nah, it's something just didn't add up for me for that. That like I get it like it is on that John Wick thing where it's like no nah, I asked you to do it but I still got to do something but yeah this that, that, I thought that was just silly it should have been more like no he's you know she saw him something we got to get rid of him
2: so yeah so he's driving there playing killer priest is there and like I say, this man's overtrained somehow he got the he's able to The break in and listen to the phone call.
1: He's got contraptions. Those four years were somehow learning, learning, learning a lot. In
2: his in his stolen car, I'm like, they can't pay their rent, (laughs) but they can pay ghost all that can do all this.
1: The math ain't mathing.
2: The math certainly wasn't mathin'. So anyway, he's listening there like handsome Frank, like, oh, I'm worried about you, handsome Frank, you know. They trouble. Like, like, I ain't dead. yet. Yeah, don't worry about it. Like, he kind of know he messed up, but it's like, you know, he having fun. And we get Mrs., you know, young Vargo, Trisha Bessie, and it's like, ooh, Prozac Nation. Why is she dating this man? She don't look happy. He don't look happy. All he's doing is watching old cartoons face the cat. She's drinking wine, looks stoned. He's sitting on the bed like... Oh, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah, this didn't look like a fun uh, relationship at all.
2: I'm trying to figure out like, the equivalent. It's kind of like. <sighs>
1: was it what when was when, it? when um Scarface when she started doing so much coke and uh, Tony no, was no
2: because they were happy once.
1: Yeah, once. <laughs>
2: I look at them. It's kind of like I guess I'm trying to figure out what she sees them. But it's kind of like, well, ain't nobody else in my social circle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cause I know they call him Handsome Frank, Rich, and Jeff. I'm like it ain't a damn thing handsome about this man. Except for he could probably see his belt buckle without a mirror. <laughs> oh my goodness!
3: You gotta have some respect for the dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he ain't dead yet, but he about to be. So. He in there, she's drinking wine, looking all stone Awesome, he look up and go talk Got the sidewalk, and that's what he say, oh what You want my
1: Rolex? <sighs> that, no, don't shoot Nah, you want my Rolex? I'll solve this
2: So he gets one in the stomach Gets one in th- um, He gets one, let me say One in the stomach, one in the heart And one in the throat, just like they do separately. Also a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then she's looking there. He like, you know, did father send me? He's like, father send you? He just looking, cause she she wasn't supposed to be there. She was supposed to be on a bus. They like, I thought you put her on a bus. <laughs> yeah, that shit a lot. And then she's like, oh, he sees the book that she's reading. Rashomon, like, oh, that's a nice book. You should read it. You just saw your boyfriend get shot, and your second thought is, oh, you know, got this book. I still got 14 days on a library card. You should check it out.
1: Yeah, the alcohol and drugs were kicked in. She didn't have any reaction at all. Maybe she, she used to seeing a lot. So, yeah,
2: he bounces. She's alive. Handsome Frank is gone. And you would think mission accomplished. But of course, it's like you got to witness because it it's, it's from I got my visible, button but man, he handles everything to like, oh, we got to do something. Somebody killed handsome Frank. I don't know who did it. (laughs) Uh, So you get more, like, you know, and then you get the whole thing about how Ghost Dog communicates.
1: Oh Oh, boy. No, 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 no. Me and Ghost Dog would not be talking. I'd be like, man, you got to get a phone or something. You got to do something. Get your burner or something did you see those old men trying to catch that bird mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. no I get living <laughs> off the grid but no
2: I mean we ain't talking about the Bowery King we ain't talking about Lawrence Fishburne here where you he got like a whole group of people it's like you know I know you can't hack a bird but this shit seemed kind of productive he's really like I can't even write this goddamn small <laughs> he was having
1: a tough time oh man Ghost Dog made it rough and
2: it's like, get the message, he gets called in, he gets the message from the bird, lets him know his trouble, and then, you know, Ghost Dog goes through his day. And you said, I'm rich. I'm mad, because Jeff was like, Ghost Dog, he got no friends. It's like, he got plenty of friends. Oh. He does.
0: Oh, has the little
2: girl in the ice cream band. Man, y'all not need just, to stop. But not just that, keep in mind, when he's his element, everybody knows him.
1: Every okay, no, I, yeah, that that's like not friends. Yeah, that's not everybody just being afraid of him and showing him respect.
2: Who else was one of the people getting respect? Why like, busy rapping their little cipher? Oh yeah,
1: oh wasn't Carlo that? himself? Yeah,
3: yeah, Jamie <laughs> Hector. I didn't recognize him. So he was basically like Sherman Helmsley at the beginning of Amen, like walking <laughs> through town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yo>.
2: <laughs> I mean he ain't lying. He I ain't, ain't. I did think about. I just right. forgot all he about doing, that.
3: mission was like doing the hopscotch. <laughs> yeah, hey, if he had done that with one eye on the church, <laughs> on
1: the, oh, see, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm no
3: See, he, he got a
1: quarterback over.
2: that can that can throw without looking. So now he's making fun of all the disabled people. <laughs> I swear.
3: Listen, he does that intentionally. It's not like he's looking at the fifty and the other fifty at the same time. Oh my! <laughs> sideline to sideline, baby. Sideline to side. Oh, can't you can't throw on Forrest Whitaker? Oh
0: uh, yes. Yeah.
2: So meanwhile, <laughs> while this slander goes on, he's going through town. He, you know, stops at like the electronic store, probably reup and get some bird seeds. You're like, oh, go stop, blah 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 and it's kind of like, you know, he'd walk around town making the rounds, and is this when we it- introduce to his friend the Ice Cream Man and Little Pearline, or is it a little bit later?
1: Uh, I think it's a little bit late. No? He watches the mugging, or so-called mugging.
2: Oh, yes! One of my favorite scenes. So, he's walking. It's kind of like, you know, a whole story of, like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. So, he's walking, see the man, with like, four shopping bags, Dressed like um the dude from Night Court. Just, and there's some dude about to mug him. Dude puts the bag down, hits him with a two-piece, including a spin kick. And then gets, <laughs> gets his bags to keep on walking. Like I already know I had this. Oh, yeah. You could if if you ever try to mug somebody and they hit you with a hurricane kick, <laughs> you got retired. retire. You gotta become a priest.
1: You gotta do something else with your life. Uh, so yeah then
2: we get the whole we get the whole meeting about how Frank messed up but first they're waiting like why are you waiting here they're waiting in front of oh such and such she left got the kid up here here now he man he's throwing toys and stuff it's kind of like could you imagine if this was Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro and they're standing under a window somebody's throwing <laughs> toys
1: <laughs> wouldn't happen you gotta you gotta rewrite this script. You gotta do something
2: different. Joe Joe Pesci shooting that little kid.
1: Oh yeah. First toy like, to see, come out. I
2: see Home Alone, so I already know that. I already know how he rolls and evolves like badass kids. They <laughs> like these mobsters kind of like ridiculous. O- old broke bumps that don't seem all that smart.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: they're not. And, and and he was trying to avoid that meeting. He knew what time it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've all been there when your parents say oh, I'm going to talk to you when I get home like, yeah, you try to avoid that oh, I got to take a shower say, oh,
3: let, let me go to sleep early and let, me,
1: uh... <laughs> let me do all this stuff because I do not want to have this conversation
2: yeah so they get there he's like oh it's Sonny Valerio it's Vargo and I don't know who this old man is
1: oh the one is screaming
2: Oh, we get to, we'll get to his screen in part. And I got, you know, Man Vargo is a Steven Seagal villain. And he just got a face, you know, that just screams villain. Henry Silva, old school actor. And he barely he barely talks when he talks. Everybody listen. He's like, oh, you know, we got a problem. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, we got a problem here. Your, your button man messed up. He's like, Tom Barini says she's on the bus. She was on the bus. But then she got off with the handsome, you know, handsome Frank's house. Um, if you get bad intel, that ain't the assassin's fault,
1: right? <laughs> exactly. And
2: he's trying to explain that, like, I know she was gonna be there. You know, it's lucky he didn't shoot her. And then Varg was like, he just he doesn't even move his face. He just he's the type of person where all he moves is his lips. If he had, you'd been fucking dead. <laughs> The whole temperature of the room changes. It's like, all right. And then they get the whole thing, it's like, you know, handsome Frank's a made, man, and we gotta get revenge. So you gotta tell us about this button, man. And this is where I'm like, why y'all gotta get revenge? Cause cause she saw him.
1: Nah, uh uh Steph Curry was ten for ten, but we gotta get we gotta get him out of the paint. Let's trade him. <laughs> what are we about to do? I just
0: don't get-
2: I guess it's the principle, but I'm like, if she's not there and everything else goes the same, what's the difference?
3: They'd have been like, you left you left a ham sandwich on the table. You still gotta go. We burned the mother down. And you know, Louis, is like, you know, this is a first round
2: draft, you know, first round draft pick. he been all NBA first team you know, Right. five years. I don't know.
1: <laughs> he don't miss.
2: Like he don't miss. And you know. He just explained like, you know, he got a job and he handled the jobs, 12 jobs perfectly, blah, blah, blah. Something he's trying to hear that. It's like, you know, unless you want to, <laughs> unless you want to catch this bullet, you need to tell us where he is. Like, you know, can you describe him like, oh, big guy, black guy. You know that go? Say a play, you say a black guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, before that, because we can see how it blurred out he how I communicate. <laughs> to a pigeon.
1: <laughs> a pigeon? You,
2: wait, you're like, did you say a fucking bird? He's like, yeah, you know, this all pigeon. And then the boss like, what type of bird? What particular species of bird? And I'm like, what is going on? And then that's when the man blurts out. Any of y'all want to do his impersonation? No. <laughs> You rich? I, I don't have it in me.
0: Passenger pigeons!
3: <laughs> Passenger pigeons been extinct since 1914!
1: It's been, had to have Tourette's. <laughs> I,
3: mean, I mean, we didn't even talk about how much my man was smoking the entire time this was going on. Just like <laughs> I wanted it to be like if someone had ever done a spoof and an old boy does look like a dead ringer for uh, Pence is like older brother like Lucas Pence just sitting there smoking steaming. <laughs> Lucas Pence uh,
2: so it's just funny because the man's just sitting there he doesn't say anything the whole time he just blurts that out and is like oh you know he gets a pigeon you write deliver messages and blah 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 and he was kind of like they're like alright whatever we get to the pigeon thing late. Like, you know, we hire him, you know, we take a job. I pay him once a year, first of autumn. First of autumn, huh? Yeah. What they Sunny's Sonny's looking out like this. <laughs> this is batshit crazy. What the fuck is going on in our organization? Cause they don't talk by phone. He gets paid once a year in the first of auto. And this isn't like this is like
1: 1920. No, 90, 1999.
2: So, yeah. Then they're like, oh, you know, describe him, you know, black guy, big black guy. Did you say black guy? He's dead a fucking nigga. And I'm like, oh, can't have a movie of ties without that word dropped at least twice. Mm-hmm. And then he breaked the whole story down about how they met. He was like, you know, eight years ago, saw this dude getting beat up. And then it's kind of like you get the point of view, ghost all getting jumped like four dudes. I guess I guess that Dragon Ball Z shirt wasn't making a difference. <laughs> nope.
1: Starter kit. That's how it all starts.
2: Oh, that, oh, that Chinese, like he was Cisco. all <laughs> oh, that, oh, that Asian writing
1: Man, I mean, no we all Asian. we all had a shirt like that, right? Because I know I had one.
2: Yeah, I I, I had a dragon yeah. Everybody had my yeah. Uh... And I was like, and I was looking back and I was like, this shit is stupid. <laughs> it was in style like a month.
1: Yeah, it didn't last long.
2: I brought three of them. Man, too I like, just like a Streets of Rage villain. <laughs> what is this shit? Oh wow. So, so he's getting jumped, and then Louis like, what's going on here? And then the dude turns the gun on Louie. Louis lays him out. Then he said, four years later, this other dude come with a bird on his shoulder talking I owe you, you know, talking about I owe you. And then they meet one more time, make out the deal. And it's like, this is be we doing. Like, I know it's a weird thing, but it's been working out. And they look at him like, Louis lost his damn mind. And he's like, you know, I know you worry about your button, man, and blah, blah, blah. But our family's going to a new era, and we gonna peel this nigga's cap back.
1: What? And I will
2: not lie, I laughed my ass off when he said that line. Cause he said it way too natural.
1: Oh, and let's not forget during this part too. This is when they drop the flavor flavor bomb.
2: Yeah, when they say why they drop it, because like what's his name, Ghost Dog, Ghost Dog, Dog. <laughs> the old man blew it out. He said Ghost Dog. <laughs> He's like, you know, these black guys. I have all these names. Oh, and then like, like the rappers. Snoop Dogg, Ice-T, you know, Method Man. My, brother, my favorite one Flavor Flavor Flav, and he start rapping a whole damn track.
1: I, I know not one verse by Flavor Flav, and this was amazing that he knew that. <laughs> I don't know one verse.
2: Do you know a Flavor Flav verse? That's all- oh, crap. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to admit something. I've downloaded the song Cold Lampin' because of this movie. How many
1: times? Wow. How many times do yeah, you listen to it?
2: Because they kept talking, because I didn't know a Flavor Flav verse beside the, you know.
1: Oh, I remember. John Wayne. Oh, the only Flavor Flav song I remember was "Uh, The 911 is a Joke. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember.
2: So, and yeah. And then was like, well, I don't know about that, but it reminded me of the Native American, you know that name. Sitting bull Crazy horse mm.
0: <laughs>
2: And I'm like These people have lost their damn minds <laughs>
1: That's sort of of why the organization Is the way it is
2: And then it's like Oh man Niggas Indians Same thing same, yeah, same thing And then it's like That's their whole plan They are gonna take out Ghost Dog I don't see how <laughs> this is the best they got. I do not like like these and that's at least this is a weird movie because at no time I'm watching like it ain't a snowball's chance in hell they can match up with Ghost Dog. So what so what's so the point of the movie can't be that? Because I'm like, you know, it'd be like John Wick if it's if it's everybody's built like Vico.
1: Yeah i saw not any trouble for ghost dog in this movie i didn't worry about him any in this movie until you know we get to the, that point but i was just like who's gonna take him out they didn't even have anybody else they could <laughs> you know they couldn't have did not have anybody else they could depend on no younger <laughs> people there like y'all all 60 and
3: yeah all types yeah, was, of medicine was and was like Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, who's the dude who's like, for all my life, I always wanted to be a good fella. Like, there's no young buck. Yeah. Trying to, like, get in. Is is old heads and retirees and like the picture I put, guys seeking death. Like, there's that's it. These are the guys who got locked in that room and couldn't bet on the horse race.
2: Hmm. Yeah, this is that whole story. It's like you know, all my life I've been a gangster, and look what it got me. High blood pressure, <laughs> and a, big ass, and a big ass waistline. That's all he got. Man, up. These the guys get we'll get to them. So we meet some of Ghostall's friends. He's like there, you know. He's sitting in he's sitting in the park, hearing them rap.
1: Those are not his friends. Stop saying that.
2: They, no, they know him. I. They know well enough. That, here's the thing: all these dudes in here look look tough as hell. And, they, and all people that know Ghost Star respect Ghost Star so Yeah it's respect What's up Ghost Star like yeah So it's kind of like obviously he's known Cause like people just will be saying what up to strangers
1: He's known right. he, He's known and he's respected
2: Very respected
1: He's like a child monk. he get that slight little nod
2: Oh he get more getting More than a slight nod He gonna put respect <laughs> on his name And he talking pearly played by Camille Winbush From Everyone Hates Chris <clears throat> Yeah. And it's this whole, oh you know, this whole, you know, plucky young girl. Don't talk to strangers, but you're reading. Oh, I heard you. My mama said you weird. Uh,
1: Damn. I don't know your mama. (laughs) Simple answer.
2: So you're just talking to pigeons. It's like, you know, yeah, he it's the whole thing. He enjoys his pigeons. And the one time he smiled is when he let his pigeons
1: out. Oh, that was a glorious smile,
2: like Mike Tyson. Because I we skipped the part where you know he had the pigeons train, he had the pigeons out training, and then he did his training.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I know they gave a motion blur, but I'm like, <laughs> wow,
1: that GIF is
2: just. <laughs> is not, like he is not
3: moving like this is killer instinct. That motion blur was not necessary. <laughs>
1: That gift needed always to show like
3: the power. I mean, and I, I don't <laughs> think we've talked about his outfits.
1: Like what? He only had like two?
3: Is, <laughs> I'm talking about his hair choice. That oh. was an outfit to me Ooh. as well. Oh,
1: well, that too, yeah. That was... Um... And his Mr.
3: T startup kit. Fucking a Jerry rice breeds.
1: Ooh, them things Dude, were
3: those, thick. Yeah, I, I used to call those the corn overs because when Jerry had them toward the end, it wasn't enough. there wasn't enough corn row to... Corn yeah. to be rolled up, but
1: Ghost Star said so he had a receipt
3: of- and hairline. Yeah, Ghost Star was rocking. I'm gonna sign that
2: Jay right? How you gonna have a receding hairline, have gray hair? You're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna start having cornrows. I'm i 39. Why not?
1: <laughs> but I'm the, gonna
2: keep, keep up with Iverson.
1: The thing about Ghost corn cornrows was his hairline was extremely like up, like it was really extra. I don't know. Like they started the yeah. cornrows really further back than they should have. I was like, oof, okay. That was a choice. But I'm sure he's doing it himself. He, so. had, a
3: headache. he had a headache every day on set. <laughs>
1: he yeah, he did that <laughs> himself. I get to see him I know he really got into this character, so he probably was like, ah, I'll do it myself. That's what we got. Yeah.
2: So he's out here doing his training with the sword and knives <laughs> and his fists. He throws the little jabs and they're like, you know moving. Cause he got the shadow going. He's, like, he's sleeping. <laughs> I'm sitting here like Okay, hold on. I don't now. think he needs to get in the game.
1: Hold on, before you keep going. Did y'all feel like he had any training in what he was doing or he was just doing stuff?
3: Nah, just doing stuff. Look, he said he trained. <laughs>
2: I ain't going to call him a liar. I know we get spoiled when we see like Keanu Reeves and Tom. we like, yeah, I'll learn how to fly a helicopter. Or I trained with a Navy SEAL for six months. It's kind of like back in the day, yeah, it's like, you know, I did push ups for a month and read some books. That was training. Okay. Everybody was not, everybody wasn't Harrison, like, you know, this is when Harrison Ford doing his stunts and in Indiana Jones was a big deal. This is still 99. Yeah. And this ain't, and this ain't the Matrix but you know, we don't got wire for anything like that. So let's be nice.
1: Okay. Uh, you know what? Putting it in that era, he may have had some training. It was just, it, it was just the intro. The blurry vision thing, I think if they took that away, it would have been a little bit better but that whole double blurry vision that no, uh,
2: no, was that was a choice and it comes up later and I was kind of like did Liam Neeson have training was he just big huh. yeah I thought that's what I thought Jeff <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile he's did with Pearl Lane and she's like oh you weird you're just on the roof talking to pigeons and you know you don't got no friends he's like oh, I got a friend right there you want to talk to him I don't know you're going to kidnap me I ain't no fool. All right, I'll go over there. <laughs> you yes, went sir. from, I'm smart, ain't no fool, to all right, and mom like, Perling!
1: She said you going never to- see
2: the mom, you her, I'll be right back. And they got my, my homie there from Casino Royale.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. Go ahead, talk about your homie.
2: <laughs> yes! Ice cream, you know, vanilla is most popular, but I like chocolate. You know, ice cream's actually healthy. There's a study that said it had extra calcium. Just imagine all that, but in French. With an ice cream truck, uh, ice cream truck, it seemed like is it need of some more batteries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that that no, we are not friends. I don't even know what you're saying, bro. We not even going to have a conversation after <laughs> this day. What did you what are you saying? Go learn some English. Something. Sorry.
3: Oof. Get a Rosetta Stone. Like.
1: Yeah, like you've <laughs> been here for a minute, bro. Um
3: Wait. How you how you wild out like this? I,
2: we know you saw Lucha Underground. Uh-huh. And I saw the Mac and Sexy Star have whole conversations where she spoke Spanish, he spoke English, and it worked.
1: Cause we went with it. Yeah, I'm just saying in general for me personally, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like I'm not going to somebody coming to me. Well, just like being in New York, they start coming to me and speaking Spanish. I'll be like, nope. Uh, Hey,
2: Papa, not the not Dominican, not black. That's
1: what you do. No, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying. I'll put in my little voice thing, and they say what they gotta say, and they'll read it out my app. And yeah, we're cool now, but. It was a time where I was just like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't, go, I don't keep going back to that person. I don't know what they're saying. But I get it. Ghost Dog is unique.
2: Not just this, this, Rich. You saw, you watched Star Trek Next Generation, right? Yeah. You remember that episode with Paul Winfield playing the alien? Yeah. Shaka, his arms wide. Wow. They just talking through metaphors. It's kind of like, they don't share the same language, but they figured it out. And this one is kind of like they don't speak the same language, but they've been around each other to kind of like, you know, pick up on thing. And the, the conceit of the the conceit of the movie is ghost dog will say something in English, and then the dude will say the exact same thing in French, where it's like, oh, you know, I'm about to go somewhere, I got some business to take care of. He's like, Oh, I don't know what he said, but I know it seemed like he probably gotta go somewhere, got some business to take care of. Like, we well, you've been around your friend, you kind of know how they vibe. Yeah, they they seem like they it, vibe. Does it make sense? No. No. Does anything in this movie make sense? The man's talking through a fucking bird. Does anything
1: in this movie make any goddamn sense? Oh my goodness. That's fair enough, but you know, I'll just, it was annoying for me. It it was just annoying, because I'm like, oof, those, because the scenes just extended really long as it kept going. I'm like, couldn't they shorten this up? But I get it, they had to make 90 minutes. I ain't mad at them. 90 minutes? Yeah, how long is the movie? This
2: movie's almost two hours. It is. It's one hundred and sixteen minutes. Wow! Yes. I yeah. thought this
1: movie was shorter than that.
2: Oof. Nope. nope. I felt every minute. Yeah, it's a
3: lot of it's a lot of driving when you hear the whole song. <laughs> right. I'm glad it's you not, said it's not that. Like a, a montage. It's just like, oh wow, the radio's just gonna keep going. When he's
1: driving, you're going along that ride with him. So yeah.
2: So and the whole point is they're introducing each other. It's like this is his best friend. They don't speak the same language, but they somehow communicate, get along fine. He gets curly in the book that he had, Roshavon. Somebody, you know, you read this, tell me how you like it. They talk about books, you know. I read books, Souls of Black Folks, Frankenstein, blah, blah, blah. And then he's gonna go to work. But first, the game that can't shoot straight. Going from rooftop to rooftop. Wow. Is that the one?
1: Nah, it's something that, is black.
2: What's that black guy? they like, hey, what the hell are you? What the hell are you? <laughs> Ooh, this, this just hurt my soul. Somebody just look at somebody, some just because they white, like, what are you? What are you, is what I would want to reply. He just sitting there with the birds. He's like, hey, ask yeah, your question, what are you? Uh, Cayuga. This is, fuck a fucker Cayuga. <laughs> Then they, you know, it's like, all right, whatever, let him go. And then for some reason, he shoots the bird
1: unnecessary. Why? Unnecessary. (laughs) Like, you didn't even have to make a point at the guy. The guy wasn't going to do anything. You were leaving, but you just decided to shoot a bird. Wow.
2: Mm -hmm. And what the dude called? Stupid, stupid fucking white
0: man.
1: What did you Same say? Same thing, Rich,
2: All them Bills fans maybe gasped up Nathan
3: Peterman. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I mean, Nathan Peterman wasn't as bad as uh, uh, them boy Josh. Oh boy! But they created the apology form. Oh, Josh, two two chains Allen. Oh, yeah.
2: how many that's somebody, that's first downs he gonna get when he plays hey. the defense. So and they like, what'd you say? I said, stupid fucking white man. And then he they leave basically they go on rooftop to rooftop like, they see anybody that got birds
1: they shoot kill them.
2: it's like a kung fu movie I don't care how many one-armed
3: men find, I'm gonna kill all of them
1: can we talk about my yeah, favorite it scene it makes no
3: sense like how are you gonna find every black dude talking to pigeons
1: in New Jersey <laughs> well my favorite scene was the, the black guy they actually shot because I oh, knew- oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you mean
2: the one that had the black dynamite heart attack
1: <laughs> <When you took laughs> some shots I know, my He started start shaking. I'm like, what is happening right now? No, no problem, fellas. What's going on? Pow, pow. He like,
2: that man. Like, he was one of the four tops. He's going to do a spit.
1: <laughs> oh, he made that scene memorable. Oh, my goodness. Yes,
2: yeah, so they're going basically from rooftop to rooftop. He's out, doing his hunting. You know, he sees Lou out there smoking a cigarette. And he was like, you know, oh got the gun to him. Like, oh, you guess you're gonna pop me what's going on. He's like, you know, I'm your retainer, I can't hurt you. So why you gotta why you got that big ass gun to my head? I don't mean no disrespect. And he's breaking down what's going on, it's like, you know, it was there, you know, there's a girl there. I wasn't told to kill no girl, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the problem, you know, girl there saw you, so now they trying to take you out. And he's like, you know. Where's the girl at now? Don't worry about the girl. Where's Sunny Valerio at? he's like, how you know all, how you know all this stuff about my organization? I'm like, um, this is not narcos. <laughs>
1: y'all, y'all out in the open. Y'all are doing all types of dirt. Come on, man.
2: It's only like seven of y'all. Y'all running like a nine, five, forty-yard dash. So
1: <laughs> y'all in the house by eight. I know what
2: And proof positive when the dude show up, like, oh, Louie. You know, funny shit you hear, here, and I'm mad about what I'm going to do. They about to kill Louie. Yeah. What's going on? No loose sense,
1: huh? They the, had to get him out of here. But the funny, the funny thing about that is, at this point, looking back at the movie now, Ghost Dog should have been like, you know what? We even. We even yeah. now.
2: But he got the code of Sam where I was like you know, it's not. I'm even with my masters, like I'm doing this until he lets me go or I die. And he it. he running that to the extreme. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, you should have, you should have did, you should have copied Chinese philosophy, not Japanese.
1: Should have had somebody have longer. more friends that spoke English. But all right,
2: he's still hating on that shit. So anyway, <laughs> Louis about to go out, go star grab Louis gun, blast him like three, or four times.
0: What are you doing?
2: You shot him. He's about to kill you. Sure. Check see if he did. <laughs> like, oh, well, he ain't getting any, he ain't getting any younger. Or he ain't getting any older. So that was um Sunny's Sonny's was Sonny's godson, Sonny's nephew, or something like that.
1: I think godson, but I could be wrong.
2: How old is Sonny? Good question. This dude ain't. This dude wasn't looking young unless he was aging like Josh Brolin, Men in Black Three. <laughs> He's like I'm 27. It's like a whole bunch of city miles. So, but anyway, to prove you know that's uh, to prove that's no big deal, or to prove like the whole thing. Oh, to prove that you wasn't in on it, you got to shoot me. And that's a trope. A side note. I love in you know the last Star Wars movie that trope did not work because they're like oh you gotta you know pretend that you took you know took me hostage and shot me or anything like that and then they won't believe me blah 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 with Hux and that shit was like nah you try to kill him but every other movie it works
1: I'm trying to remember in the uh, Star Wars movie. The um the the last one. The, yeah, so I'm trying to remember. I don't really remember that movie too well. No, because
2: it was kind of like he was the he was like the rebel he was like the rebel spy, and it's like oh you gotta you know you gotta basically shoot me or wound me so they know that you know I wasn't working with you.
1: Ah, got you. Got so you,
2: got you. So anyway, it's like oh you gotta shoot me. They shot me.
0: Just shot me for. <laughs>
2: She told me to. So so anyway, it's like, yeah, you got to watch your back, Ghost All. They coming for you. I'm like, I don't think you got nothing to worry about.
1: (laughs) Nope. At all. (sighs) Mm -hmm.
2: So they still doing their rampage. They they killed all the black dude. And then when Ghost All get back, they eventually kill all the birds. Wreck his spot. Uh Uh-oh. Assaulted. and that music they playing is just this sad music artists, like, he about to cry like somebody kicked over his Christmas tree
1: this was the this is some old John Wick dog, dog killing my dog stuff right here mm-hmm. kill my boy kill all my boy
2: <laughs> you just watching, and this whole thing is like in a normal movie this scene would be like 10-15 seconds not this one this shit went off like a minute and a half Like, yeah, this camera went over every damn bird that died.
1: (laughs) Even the one that was, like, in his bed on his desk or one of them. I can't remember. I think it was his bed.
2: So, it's one that's alive. It's one that comes back that's eventually alive. And, you know, he finds that bird comes after he has his secret stash. Because, like, you know, they go go in his room. He got a key there that's hidden. And the key opens up another area that's hidden. And he got a sniper rifle with a silencer. And that thing don't look cheap, and it make me want like—is he spending all his money on weapons, or yeah. he just like he just spends his money on weapons and the rest? He just he just doesn't spend at all.
1: He don't spend at all. Remember, he left that knot with uh his homie.
2: So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what austerity looks look like. That's how they. That's see, you don't eat avocado toast, you can live like Ghost Dog.
1: I mean, he's eating bird seeds with his birds. He's uh, I guess so. Yeah, he has spent no money.
2: No, no, time out, time out, Rich, Say that again, Jeff. <laughs>
1: said what I said. What goes, I said what I said. What I said.
2: You try to tell me you try to tell me Ghost saw got that damn fat bird seed. Is that you trying to tell well, me?
1: Was, what I'm telling you is he got, you know.
2: Bird seed, I, some ribs.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he out here just pecking bird seed. Yeah,
1: out there with his birds. He might be getting some bread. You know and he
2: built like Anthony Mason.
1: And all that damn ice cream. Bird season ice cream.
2: He ain't having no motion blur on their bird seed ice cream. You need to stop fronting. That man
1: ain't number
2: one. <laughs> I wasn't buying. And I'm going to get man, this sucker.
1: This has all been a fever dream. Man, I had too much bird seed and ice cream.
0: <laughs>
2: you trying to tell me, bro, Ghosts are going to have mad cow disease. He a bird dirty-ass pigeons.
1: He's going to wake up in the hospital. They're going to be like, oh, you finally woke up. I- 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 I'm a samurai. No, no, no. you just a homeless guy that. It's my birds yeah this is, hey, this
2: is what we do every week mm-hmm. you overdid it this is what we do every week is somehow we reach a party
3: show and then it goes off the rails y'all are wild I'm just like I got it playing in the background and I'm just just dealing with the reality of the show and then you guys' reality of this movie and Look, I ain't the one to say
2: All he do is sit around and seed. I'm like, come yeah, on you I, have right. my
3: like, I
1: just, just said ice cream What else do you want? Oh, ice cream He gets free ice protein? cream from the homie He gets his bird seeds. He's out there pecking with him That's why we were seeing that blurry vision Because that's what he was going
2: through Wow Now now, us observe and report The black version so anyway, oh. Oh. Ghost dog is ready to get his revenge. there's one live bird he's there to deliver a message, and they're all sitting in there, and it's like, you know, first the first time we saw him it's like the Chinese dude is sitting there like, you know, where my rent? I have it tomorrow. It's eight hundred I got half of it now. <laughs> and I'm like, what kind of shit is this? Let me put five, put five on the rent. I'm just waiting for my payday. <laughs>
1: I'm, why couldn't the, the bosses be like, "Yo, here, take your money. All right, you owe me the the other Wait, three months."
2: What made you think the bosses had money? I don't and
3: know. Nobody had no
1: money. They were just all broke, hanging out. Never mind. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we they all goddamn barber shop. They was all sitting around broke.
2: Yes, they was a bunch of old attire that was broke. Yeah, all this, of. Them.
1: This is the worst group I've ever seen.
2: Trust me, they will definitely be good for like you know. You want a walk and talk date? That's <laughs> oh. So meanwhile, while they're being in second place. The dude is like, you know, you don't have my money. I'm gonna turn you in. Three months' rent. What type of organization do you people run? And suddenly, like, don't embarrass me in front of my boss because you know Vargo's there, like with a suit on, thinking like, everything oh, look good to me. What's the problem? Uh, I'm I'm sure it's it's something. Be, it's probably like a corollary between like you know the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Mets or some team like that where somebody's out of touch. But
3: Oof. Oof. you said Dallas. What about Minnesota? Hey 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 hey, 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 hey.
1: Easy. <laughs> That's not a topic I'm ready to touch right now.
2: Maybe they collect me some money they broke. So meanwhile, they sitting there being broke. Tom, And they looking at Louie like, I don't know. I trust this. You know, I don't trust this story. Neither do I. You know, that was, you know, such and such was, you know, God's son. He's like, yeah, sorry my condolences, but I got fucking shot. <laughs> he out there with his sling on. They looking at him like, yeah, oh, he just snuck up on y'all, huh? I don't know about this. That man can't, that fat man eating birds, he the snuck, it's got the jump on y'all. <laughs> Young sons of Italy, y'all can defend the homeland better than that. <laughs> so, so the bird gets in there, do like passenger pigeon, y'all loud. And they read, and then it's like, you know, basically the message short version, like, you know, a samurai should be able to make, even with his head chopped off, he should have enough wherewithal to make one move within three seconds. And that way he can overcome death. And just like me, Sonny Valera's like, What the hell does that mean? And Vargo's like, it's the poetry. The poetry of war.
3: You no know way. What <laughs> 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 Whatever. How did that restaurant not burn down? Because Homeboy just threw the cigar on the floor. Like he ain't put it out. He just threw a lit cigar. He's like trying to read it. Switching from one shade to his little mini baby shades. That moist ass restaurant. Yeah. That shit ain't catching fire.
1: I mean, maybe that was the gig. Try to catch it on fire somehow. <laughs> <laughs> because he definitely ain't had the money.
2: So anyway, they make they make a choice where they're going to drive to, you know, Vargo's palatial estate that's also for sale we won't get to that but they're going to get there oh i almost missed the scene ghost sonny valero trying to look find out where he you know who Ghost all look like he always people shooting all these black guys he drives right by them
1: then they look at each other
2: they look at each other and ghost dog knows who that is and sonny don't know because sonny just staring got to you know drop a super flower old old caddy a car that looked cool in the 70s do don't mean you keep driving in the nineties. It's like, you know, old white man slab in like nineteen ninety six does not look cool. It looks pathetic. And they just looking at each other, kind of like eyeballing. So that's their plan. They gonna go and chill out with the castle for what? I don't know. Maybe vacation time. And Ghost Dog gonna be ready, but he got a plan. First, he's no, he's, he steals a car. Again. And it's funny how you just be walking mm-hmm. through the neighborhood, just walking around, and somebody just happened to just have like an S-Class Mercedes just parked somewhere in the hood.
1: Oh, he taking it. He he steals the finest. Because
2: he got an electric, you know, electric star. It's like, he still, you know, he's still no damn camera with that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be high behind. Steals a car. And this, this is how much Planet Ghost salt has. Steals the car then parks the car, F- finds some, you know, nice-dressed man, nice-dressed woman, robs them, not their money, of the clothes, His, the dude's clothes. Why? Sometimes a samurai must have powdered rouge. He must wake up with dirt on his face. So rouge should be good for a samurai. Basically, I kind of like, you know, look the part, be the part. So instead still of him, still him looking around being all bummy with his birdseed boots, <laughs> now he got a suit on, and he just driving and driving and driving and driving some more.
1: And we are taking along with this ride for
2: some reason. Uh here hearing the whole song. Then he parks, changes his clothes, and then changes license plate. And somehow this family in a picnic never looks up to see this big black dude messing around with their car. Thank
1: you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you ima- Can y'all imagine that in 2020? Did you know that phone? The fact how fast of those phones would have been out recording.
3: What are you doing, they touching that car? Yeah, right. The it, bird seed. He was just like. <laughs> <cringling on him. laughs> I hate
2: both of y'all. I hate you, Jeff. <clears throat>
1: bird Bird and ice cream. They're gonna title for the show this week. Thanks.
0: There you go.
2: <laughs> this plays out way different. Than 24. Oh Karen! <laughs> Is that Tifa? Right? Uh huh. He tried to put a bomb <laughs> on my car. A Black Lives Matter bomb. So he's filling around the car. He changed the lights, plates from the front and back. And they're just out here eating a ham sandwich. Just. Ooh, so. And it's kind of like Ghost Dog takes no chances. And I'm like. This ain't necessary. (laughs) This is not necessary. He's bozos, but whatever. So he's driving there. He got the sniper rifle out, and I'm like, he could have beat all of them to death with a bat. But that's fine. He did with the sniper rifle, waiting, looking at the woodpecker there. (laughs) And then you know, he's
1: just killing time. Oh, he's killing time. You sure he's killing time? man is high off gas the bird seeds are affecting him
3: you see what happened when that oh.
1: bird landed on the gun he started smiling. just lost all types of focus just smiling are you
2: calling him are you calling him Hawkman <laughs>
1: good lord
2: he's like you call him Beastman? So he's like just talking to pets
1: he just the bird came he just lost focus smiling then the bird flies away oh I got a job to do Oh
2: boy. Waiting for Vargo. And you talking about somehow on the spectrum. Vargo's sitting in there, they watching Woody Woodpecker. And I'm right. trying to figure out how they got a TV in the car. It ain't a tape. Woody Woodpecker was not on VHS.
1: That is true. Didn't they They had TVs and cars back then, didn't they? Like in the high-
2: where you watch live
0: TV?
1: I felt like they did. Uh, maybe they didn't. I don't know. I'm thinking of, a, I'm trying to remember a movie I saw where they like had a, someone was in the backseat watching something live. Can't remember the movie right now, but whatever.
2: Yeah, RoboCop
1: 3. That was damn <laughs> No, <movie>. it wasn't. <laughs> it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> no,
2: I, no hey, you know, I it ain't I watching the Woody Woodpecker and. They I did. mean, I get
1: what you're saying, but I have seen that in movies before.
2: Yeah, i see seen it too, too. Like normally it's kind of like either you watching a movie or somebody talking like a phone but not like watching live. Movie. I see people play like video games, but that's like later on. So man, he, it's like this old ass man is watching Woody, um, Woody Woodpecker, and it's like a thing. They watch these old cartoons, Felix the Cat. Oh, I have a machine that can turn diamonds into jelly beans. Am I happy? No. Felix the Cat has a magic bag. It's magic. It changes anything. And I'm sitting here like, what is this? <laughs> they are so intent on watching this like, I have never thought about you know what You know what I'm going to do it's Thursday I'm going to watch Felix the Cat <laughs> I'm going to search it out nah, fuck the Power Rangers X-Men, nah i seen that once a rerun I'm going to watch Felix the Cat I'm watch Woody Woodpecker Oof. And, be, and be intent he's staring like she's watching that all stoned, he turned it off we probably have seen the episode it's kind of like I got a fuck up for daughter. <sighs> I still laugh at that. So anyway, he waits there. He got a shot. And then a woodpecker come land on there. And like Jeff said, the burst, he hit his brain.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: he <laughs> didn't have that ice cream to balance it out. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> And then next thing you know, he's like, oh, shit, let me get my shot. And then it's too late. Is like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'm sitting here like this and like that was Ghost cool Star so won't be sloppy like that, but it's like he does like birds. He probably misses old pigeons. And he's like, you know, let it be. So plan B. And this is the most talking he does in the movie. I'm Paul Solo. I'm here to it, you know, here to talk about buyers for the estate. Because, yes, this big-ass house they got is also for sale because they broke. And they don't trust him because, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a black man in super cornrows. How you get in the gate? Oh, he gave me the code. He's like, oh, all right. No, you chill out here, Mr. Solo. You just wait in the car. Black <laughs> man with a nice car. I don't know about that
1: shit. <laughs> he came in with lies just like he did on The Shield, talking about he was somebody else. Uh-huh.
2: And then the motion blur come in. He's like, "Oh, you mind if I, uh, you know, show you my car?" Hits the dude with the car door, does a spin move, shoots the one dude. <laughs> then see the motion blur. Shoots with the other gun like those are swords. I'm like, this shit is not necessary. These men are not moving that fast.
1: <laughs> He's got style.
2: Yes, he got style. He's in here. And his couch, kind of, it's like if you play Metal Gear Solid with a the, with the cheat code on, he just plucking all these dudes. He, like, you know, it's funny. Before that, I was watching RoboCop. And you know the funny thing about RoboCop was? He's a show-off.
1: Oh, you knew that. I, I mean, if, if the enemy it-
2: shooting No. How do you bust up a drug ring and you shoot behind your back? You shoot, no
1: look shooting people. He was um Sacramento Jason, uh, Jason Williams. I just hot dog. Okay,
2: that's playing basketball, not doing a bus. <laughs> he's like, oh, watch this shit. Then
0: he's, then he's doing a crossover. Yeah,
2: he literally Robocop too. He looks one way and no, no look shoots somebody.
1: He elevated. <laughs> he elevated to Magic Johnson. What's the problem? <laughs>
2: So I thought about that watching Ghost because Ghost Song's plucking these dudes and he do the spin move and it's the motion blur. And all of this missing like the six million dollar man sound.
1: Yeah. That's the sickness. Motion blur.
3: <laughs> That's the show how good. I mean he did a little book. And then Smith. now he's walking through the Poseidon's adventure motif of the freaking <laughs> living room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, he like it would kill like five of them, and then he gets in the main room, and the old man like <laughs> this fucking
0: bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> heart attack. It's first he first time he see a black man in sixty five years. And he's, yeah. Oh, is like oh shit. This what integration leads to. Man, it
1: was he was never saw. He's it's been a while since he seen one. It's out of there.
2: When people die, they die funny.
1: Yeah,
0: like,
2: is dead," and then Vargo was like, "I've been expecting him. Like, he don't it. You know, he gonna go out like a man. Stands up, straight out his suit, waist there. Gets the nod, gets plugged twice, falls back down.
3: I mean, it wasn't,
2: it wasn't, you know, Paul Newman and Road to Perdition, but it wasn't bad either. And who's waiting there? The Stone Girl. Oh, it's you again.
1: You read that book?
2: It's my book. And he just leaves. And who waiting there? Louie. Like he was just eating a damn sandwich.
1: <laughs> he just left. I think he's just coming out the bathroom. After
2: the other dude, like it's one other dude, comes, shoots and miss, and tries to run, and like he gets shot in the ass. <laughs> and then Louie's there. And then he get shot again.
0: He shot me the same. He shot me, clock. shot me the same fucking hole.
2: I don't mean no disrespect. So I don't want to keep putting any more holes in you. We're Sonny Valerio, Louie. Don't answer. See you around, Louie. So they leave. So. What's the. they Ghost song all this training. Wiped out like six dudes in like 35 seconds.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Louie's still alive. One more person left to go. And still wondering who going to take out ghost dog. Cause I'm like, I ain't going to be sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. And then here come one of my favorite scenes, the bear hunters. And I would be mad too. I'm just here. My killing bear doing like a true American does, and some black man's like, oh, I know it's bear hunting season. Is a park ranger? Like, man, you better watch your goddamn business. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I don't know if he knows it, Rich. Camouflage looks real weird when you're not in the woods. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they look like damn maniacs. You
1: like- <laughs> know how old- Eyes. They absolutely like Barry Wyndham WWF right now. Stalking.
2: <laughs> oh, I know it's bear hunting. Yeah, hey, you know ain't that many black bears here, so that's why we kill them. Why gotta be black? Mm-hmm. You know, ain't these. You know, you find one of these big black fuckers, you just gotta kill them.
1: Oh yeah, look
2: at, them look at them when I say that, like that's why you kill them because they that mean around. Don't see a lot of black guys around here either. Why
1: don't you get a little oh. fancy car? Head on out, mister. As he's grabbing a shotgun.
2: Yeah. Just find out. Yeah, the only big black thing might get shot. Boy, basically what they were saying. Yeah,
3: he like they basically got a proto MAGA hat on, too.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do. It was, this it started, it's, this shit was decades in the works. So. Ghost dog, don't let that shit fly. He's like, all right, I'm going ahead and go. Shoots the one dude. Another dude get kneecapped. He reaches for his gun, lays on a bear.
0: <laughs>
2: and oh, Ghost Dog, cause he played, cause he saw ninja scroll once or twice, and ancient cultures. Bears were considered equal to humans. <laughs> Sometimes it is. And I'm
1: I'm like, yo God, somebody God. Let that man left his code. What's wrong with you?
2: It ain't his. He a copycat.
1: Well, that's fine. Shit, bird seeds do yeah, that I, to I, you. Uh, you eat bird seeds for a week and tell me what you be saying afterwards. I can I cannot criticize
2: Tom Cruise. For being a better samurai than Ken Watanabe in The Last Samurai and teaching them how to do something they've been doing for a thousand years and not look at Ghost Dog because he listened to You God CD twice. <laughs> ninja.
1: Nobody listens to You God CD but You God.
2: Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you it you guys? You in a Capadonna song to start this. Hey, that's a pot calling. Hey, Make hey,
1: that, that album, Capadonna's album went gold. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, shit gold. That wow. shit still in the plastic. Wow.
1: I, 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 it went gold. That's all I know.
2: I saw the documentary. I was, it was like, look, it was supposed to be sold gold, not shit gold, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, either there, the numbers don't numbers are there. You can look at them yourself.
2: Mm. Oh. Here come the police. Yeah, <laughs> come the police. He's like, oh, I'm shot. I, I like him because it's kind of like taking us out. That's like the old days. Like two gangsters. They riding around and police pull him over. And this woman is like, oh, listen, You know, I, my friend here, he's kind of sick. And he gave the woman guff. He's like, look, I don't hear that shit. I had a bad, I'm not in the mood. He's like, oh, we used to hear that type of language from cops, aren't we, fellas?
1: <laughs> right. There's nothing new.
2: And she reached around like, oh, excuse me, sir, because a license registration. And he plugs it in his stomach. And Louie's like, shot a woman. And <laughs> homie called a chauvinist. No, Joe, you're a chauvinist pig. I shoot a woman. I shot a cop. They wanted to be equal. I just treat them equal. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow, that that definitely was some Batman slander. If I ever heard it, <laughs> sound like Batman would say that.
2: Let me tell you something. Hmm? I, I know it's a lot of things for men and women violence, but we've seen way too many action movies, and we grew up on Street Fighter and Com- and Batman. So, if you can spin kick the shit out of Chun Li, and we don't have a problem with it.
1: He's right. I mean, he you were right a long time ago. You brought this up before when you said just look at the opener of Double Dragon 2. I mean, <laughs> that was Nintendo.
2: Or Double Dragon One. Yeah. Like, Raise the stakes. One
1: just <laughs> <in the> gut, <laughs> two, just shot. Shake <laughs> like, this shit off. We just played it and nothing was wrong with it then. We were just, oh my God. Wow. Times was wild.
2: Was he justified shooting the cop rich?
1: Rich have fell asleep.
2: Okay, I guess he says yes. The police <laughs> way another. So. so anyway. Oh, we skipped a scene. When they watched the dude build the boat. Oh, well. a
1: you want to talk about your French guy. Go ahead.
2: Uh, let's see, let me show you something. He just built a boat. On a roof, but how are you gonna get it down? Ghost so I was like, It's an awesome thing. How are you gonna get the boat down? And I was thinking the same thing. How is he gonna get the boat down? Good question. Asked him, like, oh, you, go- yeah, like, you're gonna build a boot, you're gonna build the boat and fly to the clouds. He's like, I don't understand. I gotta go back to work. So he's like, Yeah, you know, sun going down. I gotta go do some business. And the French guy's like, Oh. I know you probably got to go through some business because the sun going down. He was able to pound and leave. So they are friends.
1: Yeah, they friends. Just, just a unique friendship. We'll just keep it that way.
2: Mm. So anyway, he gets back, gives him the suit that he had and he's like, you know, it might not fit but when your Haitian tailors can hook it up. He's like, oh, that's a great, that's a great suit. i do going to hook it up. But I got some Haitian tailors that can hook it up. And there you go. One more. So you got one more mission. Sonny. And when I say this is kind of like overqualified, this is overqualified. So he's stalking like he always does. Lady who had like a Jaguar leaves the car running to go to the liquor store.
1: Yeah, she ain't
2: nowhere in hell a Jaguar convertible. I'm just gonna leave it running in that neighborhood. Ain't no way in hell.
1: Yeah, that just threw me off. I was like, No, lady, take your keys with you. What are you doing?
2: And then she's like, Oh, Capfo, my Jaguar fuck. so she, he's driving, it's raining, goes to the house, and Sonny got a bodyguard, so it got some planning is involved. So, first thing he does. Cuts the, cuts the cable to mess with the TV. So puts tape over the window. Why? Somebody puts the gun there. There's no prints. There's not too much noise. Shoots through the tape, kills the dude because the dude's leaning in and messing around with the TV. And it's funny, I seen the movie before. I forgot all about this. See, I'm like, hey, Ghost Dog is a master at this. Yeah. And then, why? Yeah, I mean it's like I said, like you put the Winter Soldier in the Wire universe, you ain't making no season four.
1: I mean, it just felt like that was some short training he had, right? To be this effective.
2: Wait, how many years Batman trained? I forgot. Like what, five to seven? Ghost saw Dick four.
1: I guess I'm okay. I mean. He's just, like I say. He like you say. he's overqualified. You can, but he's- can
2: do a lot. Yeah, you can do a lot in four years if you're dedicated. And he seemed to be dedicated. His old wannabe samurai ass. So then Sonny out here listen to Flavor Flav. Cool. And he rapping on beat too. Dancing. And I give Sonny some credit. He had like a six pack. He was a good shape for an old man.
0: Yeah.
1: That's good for him. I don't know what happened to the rest of his crew. They just let it all go.
2: They weren't as vain as him.
1: Well, yeah, that too.
2: So, anyway, he's rapping Cold Lamping, and he's. And Ghost Star's turning off the water so he can take the drainage pipe off. And his son, messing with the water, about what's going on. He sees the red light, and boom! Imagine what? getting shot through your sink. That's what? the final destination shit right there.
1: <laughs> what the? Uh, zoop, zoop.
2: You're like, what the fuck? See the red light? Pow. Now everybody dead. So who gonna kill Ghost Dog?
0: <laughs>
1: I wonder who.
2: <laughs> wonder who in these. So we gonna find out. So Ghost Dog gives up all his Hypertension.
0: <laughs> oh, look who jumped in. Oh, man.
3: No, somebody called, and then it took out my uh, Bluetooth. One of my staff members called and messed him up. So I've been screaming into the void, and this is the first thing you picked up. (laughs) It's like, hypertension! (laughs) Hypertension kills 600,000 black men a year!
2: (laughs) Uh, No, we were talking about how overqualified Ghost Star was when he killed Sonny and his man. Because he cut, basically, he, you know, mess up, he cuts the TV signal, so the dude gotta mess around with the TV, puts the tape on the glass, to shoot him through the glass so it's not too much noise, or prints where the glass doesn't break too much, then takes the drainage pipe off to kill Sonny. And it's like, this is way, this is not necessary for these two,
0: but <laughs>
2: go <goes off> professional. <laughs> oh, maybe you can answer the question, Rich. You remember the dude that's building the boat on the roof? Yeah. How's that, how's he getting the boat down?
3: He didn't figure that part out. <laughs> should that be like the first
2: thing you figure out?
3: Yeah, because well, think about like um, um, I always think about like Jethro on NCIS. Like you build this boat in your basement, you can't get it out your basement.
1: Yeah, I, mean, uh, I think he just started something. He just didn't think it all the way through, but he's keep he's you know keep going. Right.
2: That's right. like building a squat rack in your living room and then moving it to your garage. It's like no, you build it where it's at. You're not gonna push it through a
3: damn door.
0: <laughs> right.
3: I uh, mean, that might be part of your CrossFit. Like you, you're like, build the equipment and then move it to where it's got to go and then work out with it.
2: Yeah, I, I try to, Unlike CrossFit, people I try to work out smart, not <laughs> too hard. So that's a story for another day. Them <laughs> shitty ass pull ups they be doing. That's why we having Randy with his shoulders. But let me stop. So, anyways, you know, it's the last shootout after saw gave up his profit. I wonder how much how much money he gave the French dude.
1: All the money, seventy
2: five bucks. One person said all his money. One person said what? You said 7,500? 75 bucks. That shit. Well, he had a bigger. Come on. That was a bigger nod to that,
1: Rich. Come on.
2: Seventy-five bucks in all one.
1: But you know, yep. now thinking about what Rich is saying, that could have been just like paper, fake paper. He just folded over because he is high.
3: I mean, you oh, eat from the from the, seed. the seeds,
1: seeds, yeah. and 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 the, uh, the sugar, the diabetes. Come on, man.
3: Come on. The sugar. Uh-huh. Oh. Ghost dog, your arm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, put bird seed on it nah, <coughs> My bird seed ice <laughs> Oh my god like no. a,
1: Wait a minute
2: A true did... samurai, samurai chopped the arm off And then
1: put ice on Wait it Wait a minute did y'all see that picture I put him laying He was laying on birds He was like drunk off birds. He was Laying with bird seed birds all over him They're eating bird seeds I'm just like What is happening right now
2: You just you just slander ghost dog Because you can't slander Mike Tyson
1: that also may be true, but the slander yeah, right continues
0: <laughs> so
2: anyway, you know Pearlene's there, gets in the book back, says she read the book, she enjoyed the book Japan was a weird place, but it is. says the who waiting in the street Louis yeah Ugh. Oh, showdown high noon, huh Louis hey, it's real dramatic, huh keep in mind Ghost Dog unloaded his gun and put all the bullets, in. so his guns are not loaded, and Louis don't know that. So pulls out one gun. Louis shoots him. Then shoots him again. First he was like,
0: "It's not fair! It's not this gun; not
2: even loaded." <laughs> no, shoot <some> him <laughs> <Louis. laughs> too, and do the shot. He's like, "Stay back!" He's like, "That's how I gotta be." the other gun out, get shot a third time, still walking. <laughs> <laughs> So then he finally falls. And then it's like, oh, it's just, you know, you're you going to be the boss of your own family, huh, Louis? It's like, you know, it's not so simple. That's not how it works. You're like, oh, word? Thought everybody dead. And then, you know, Ghost all dies after they had one last speech, like, you know, was, just how I went out, That's how I'm supposed to go. And then the girl about to pluck him. And all of a sudden, you know, it's funny you see Louie, like stumble when she pulled the trigger. Didn't realize the gun not loaded. He just he just stumbled because he old,
1: he <laughs> clumsy. <laughs> That's about it.
0: And
2: he gets in the car. He's like, "All right, we can go," but they're not going yet. Who's in charge? Fargo's daughter. She she tone down the volume dose she's there wishing the cartoon get the book back it's like oh we got my book back oh it's not the book i got from the dude it's like oh, it was a book about ancient japan you should read it and she looking at her like oh maybe she ain't just some stoned out broad after all mm-hmm. and he's like all right you can go so she's in charge now they don't go till so she says so. Not because he screamed by like, "All right, we can go, go, go!" <laughs> like, nah,
1: so she put the head out on Ghost Dog.
2: revenge
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. She, you know, she was a, she was the one who pretty much told him to go kill Ghost Dog. So. Uh,
2: and then the the girls reading the book, and it's like a, you know, as such and such fair. When they're done eating out their rice cups, they mash them on the ground every story is supposed to have a good ending and the movie
1: ends that is ghost dog uh, yeah. I would love for people to go watch this movie I don't know how you go about it without uh, well there's ways you can go about it to watch it um, but, it's, ah! out. Out <laughs> but uh, it's a it's an interesting watch if you listen to us talk about movies, I would say watch it. At least have that one-time experience of sitting there watching the movie because it's a it's a good movie, but it's very different. It's a like Shaheed said, it's an artsy movie. It's one of those movies that's gonna have you thinking and
2: uh. uh yeah, one thing to think about, and I apologize, I'm mad. You recently point point out to me, The Darsa makes a cameo in this.
1: Oh. Yeah, I forgot all about that little camera. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The samurai and camouflage. I'm like, you see some big, tall praying mantis dude with some pointy rings on. You need look at him like he a weirdo or you're crossing the street.
1: Yeah, you know, initially when I first saw that, I thought they were going to have a side, like a uh, fighting. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Just the way I remember seeing it, I was like, oh. What's about to happen here? Because this is like almost with the last 20 minutes in the movie.
2: The last like
3: 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, it's it came. Really really late.
3: trying to see him blow his hamstring out trying to kick <laughs> at Forest Whitaker. Look, Rizzo is a, Rizzo has been
2: an action villain in like multiple movies. He was in Brick Mansions. He went toe-to-toe with Tony Jaa and The Protector 2 which is a hilarious movie because Riz is like, I'm going through all this shit over a fucking elephant. So him just losing his mind over an elephant is just hilarious. So I'll look, All, and we did man with the iron fist, and no resident lift his leg up. <laughs> but
1: still, he definitely didn't lift his leg up not once.
2: So they they walk by, they know percent the like knowledge, knowledge of power, keep your eye open man sees all, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, bong bong, as, Rich, as Jeff would say. So, <laughs> no, that is a ghost star, and yeah, it is a very, you're either going to like the movie, you're going to think it's too weird. Yeah. And it just depends on how much of a Forrest Whitaker fan are, and I will say this, we haven't really talked about it, the soundtrack makes the movie.
1: It does, because, I mean, you have your um, second round draft picks for the Wu-Tang and most of the songs and stuff that's going and with RZA's score so
2: it's the score I'm not even worried about the songs like the score just feels like everything just has like a vibe and it's kind of like some movies the sound doesn't really matter that much like people always say Marvel movies is kind of like for the most part the score don't really matter like a few like a few stand out lately, both sound don't matter. Some movies kind of like like Spider-Man, the Sony ones, the, the original three. Yeah, it makes like, the score makes a difference. And this one, like, the score is almost a big identity of the movies like Ghost Dog. Like, I couldn't think of, like, if it's like, this movie like a regular old score movie boring, you should just see some, some man with a lazy eye walking around with pigeon feet looking like a bum. And it's like, what is this going on? Why am I watching this homeless man beating up these old Italians?
1: Yeah, he really wasn't beating them, he was just murking them. Just Make them. a wish.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Be- beating them up with hey, beating beating them up with bullets. How about that? Just
1: giving them their peace that they are looking for.
2: Uh, it's hilarious. But no, that was that was definitely ghost dog. And Huh. It's different because like, people have been asking... I don't know. like, People been asking us to do this and I was a surprise.
1: It's a, yeah, like I said, I guess it's a weird... Like, I know a lot of people that I know just didn't like the ending, but they enjoyed everything else. So, me seeing the ending and not liking it the first time. And I sort of understand the ending. I get where they were going with and they had the whole samurai thing. So, now me being a little more into the movie and actually you know, knowing what's going on, actually paying attention to what's going on, this movie's fine. It's fine. It's a. It's one of those Forrest Whitaker movies I'll say uh, you should watch.
2: No. You basically made it like like he's just a uh, mentally disabled man, pretending he's a samurai. Hey, hey, you know, he's hey. Birds, he's an ice we, cream. You probably got
0: <laughs> diabetes.
1: We've, we've done 50 plus shows. We'll say 50. That's the number we're at right now. If you don't know my sense of humor by now, know when I'm serious or not, then I don't know what to tell you.
2: He was serious, fellas.
1: The ladies. <laughs> he hates the disabled. He's a goddamn bully. Leave, wow. I leave the bully to you. That's that me. But Rich, uh, any thoughts about the movie? Anything to tell the people about maybe? Is, is is it a view or is it not a view? Or, you know, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I would definitely say it's a view. you got to get this experience because, well, you got to be in the right headspace for it. Because like Shaheed said, it is more artsy. Yeah. So don't go thinking it's like pure John Wick, because when those uh those texts start flying up on the screen, you're going to be like, what the what?
0: Yeah.
1: And you're just transitioning to another scene. It's like, oh, OK. Because <laughs> I didn't realize how many times we got those texts in the movie. I thought it was like, for some reason, I was thinking like maybe like three or four. Nobody. Oh, buddy. Whew, there were a lot. But moving from Ghost Dog, Shahid, we have to do next week, which is our final, final, final uh, Patreon movie, (laughs) A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. This will be our final Patreon movie of the year. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what to say about it because I remember the movie 75%. 25%. 25%. I'm a little uh, foggy on how I I think it's going to be a good movie, but I'm not sure how it's going it to be out to be seen. I've never
2: seen it before in my life.
1: Uh oh. But you know the gist of the movie.
2: Yes. Okay. It was, I, I mean, I know what it's about. And this is back in the era when Lynn Whitfield and Angela Bassett were like sisters. When it was a time when you could confuse one for the other. Like, obviously, now. You wouldn't say that because Angela Bassett stopped aging after a certain time frame, and would feel age like, like a normal woman. But back this, <laughs> but no, it's funny. Like I thought I'd seen, it, I'd never seen it, and I so it's different. Like I don't have any preconceived notions. Ooh. It's one of those movies, like it's like Tangled Cash, like one of those movies, like you heard about all the time, and I didn't see it until I was, like a lot older, and hope and hopefully, unlike Tangled Cash, I'll actually enjoy it because. Rich, I've talked to Jeff about this. I haven't talked to you about it. I am not a tingling and Cash fan.
1: My goodness, what is wrong with you?
2: I think oh. a, I think it's an overrated action movie. I think it's an action movie. Whoa. Too cute. God no, because Sebastian Slow got me this. you know, am <laughs> smart. Like I, I got I'm I'm smart. I'm not done my smart look. I wear glasses. My suit fit.
1: He had to get I away from that rocky notes. shit. He didn't he want to be typecast.
2: He stayed doing that. He so didn't want Everybody know, look at me. I'm smart <laughs> too. I got a brain. He loved doing that. Every four or five years, it's like, you know, like even escape plan. I was school. I was a class lawyer and now I'm breaking prisons like it's not it's not just enough where I'm breaking prisons. I used to be a lawyer too. You know I'm smart you know. I got my brain.
1: no rich, you need to tell talk to this man about the goodness of tango and cash.
3: Listen, okay, I get it. <laughs> like at some point Stallone just needed to accept I won an Oscar for writing Rocky. And I'm smart. But watching these movies, especially Tango, you gotta go in and say this is awesome. Just like Cobra. like Tell me you watch Cobra and you like that at least.
1: Cobra's awesome.
0: See? See?
1: See? No!
0: Because you know what it is?
2: Here's my thing with Stallone. Salon, I like him in some stuff and I don't like him in other stuff. When he tried too hard, like I like Salon when he's vulnerable. Like I like him like Rocky and Ramble when he's showing heart. Oh, when he's man. like vulnerable when it's like, you know, and like Cliffhanger when you feel like a human being. Talking about gay? This other you No, know, too many times it's like. Hey, boy, You he like sixteen years you know, of steroids? If I was sixteen steroids. I could be like him too. I'm gonna show him. Like he just want to be like <laughs> compete with Arnold too much. And it's like it's not bad enough. He just can't be tough. He gotta be the toughest. But he can't be. He gotta be the bad and the coolest. And I'm smart too. Imagine watching Fast and Furious and Dr. were like, I take a quarter mile at a time. I couldn't do that without when I was an anesthesiologist. <laughs> You you like right. no? The, and Vin Diesel and we've had this. I'm glad Rich is on here. I have this theory, and it's kind of like when I compare Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone, and I do the same thing working a Rock and Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel and Stallone has a lot in common. Where they have to be the star of the show, they have to prove to people that I am the best and that you love me. And they accomplish it through force of will and ego. Like, you can't help yourselves to root for them even though they come off as obnoxious assholes. But it's like, they just through force of will, they just care about it so much you just want to root for them. You shouldn't be, but you do. The Rock and Schwarzenegger, they're confident. They know what they are. They know what they have. So they don't mind laughing at themselves. Like, I made a joke. Schwarzenegger starts the long movie Stallone won't star in Schwarzenegger's. Like, The Rock don't mind showing up in somebody else's movie. Like, if it's a cameo or I just pop up here and there like it's a biggest star. It's like, oh, I'll play second fiddle to Vin Diesel. Whatever. Rudy Pooh. Whatever. Whatever make him feel good. I'm gonna get paid, make the movie better. Vin Diesel? Nah. He don't be an ensemble cast when it's like, I'm a small role. And I'll be an ensemble cast when there's nobody in the cast bigger than me. But I ain't taking second fiddle to nobody. And that's why, I like, movies like Tango, they're like, Kurt Russ out there just chilling, having a good time. And Stallone's like, look, I got my glasses on. That I means I'm smart. <laughs> and Jack Palance chewing up scenery, his old ass, ah, tango, cash, I got you, but I ain't going to do nothing. I got you locked up in jail. I'm going to show up in jail, brag about it, and then walk out, and not just kill you. I, I can't root for moves with dumb criminals. I could not do it. So if y'all want to like that, and y'all like Cobra with that stupid-ass knife.
1: <laughs> it's nothing wrong with Cobra, but it's nothing wrong with Tango and Cash because of the simple fact of he's bouncing off Kurt Russell, and that's what makes the movie so fun, them two interacting with each other.
2: We got to be the tiebreaker.
1: Well, Rick, hey, can you see
2: uh-huh. Yeah, you're breaking in and out like Josh Allen on a game-winning drive.
1: Uh-oh. Don't throw it to your fullback. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, no. Yeah, we can wrap up with this. See, I can understand why Rich is a Kansas City Chief fan. Because I was watching that Buffalo game last year. And I think I was – you're talking about on Twitter. And I don't know which one had me laughing most. When he threw the blind lateral <laughs> behind his back. Or he threw a jump – Ball to a fullback.
1: Oh, the, the, the jump ball to a fullback has to be the one.
2: The man threw a, a no look over his head lateral <laughs> during a playoff game to nobody.
0: She just sent the wheel. <laughs> like,
2: imagine if he was black. You know
3: how they would talk about Josh Allen.
1: Oh, they would still be talking about that today.
3: Like, you, son, that's why you got to play running back.
1: Do <laughs> you ever try to think about being a wide receiver?
3: They just said that about Josh Allen tomorrow. Oh, he'd be a great tight end. Well, I mean, you look at, um, I was watching the Titans play. Uh, who did they play? The Texans. And while they were playing, out of nowhere, they were like, yeah, this is Ryan Tannehill. He's sneaky athletic. I was like, this fool played wide receiver for Texas A&M for a full year. <laughs> sneaky nothing. That's what I always say about I
2: always sneaky athletic. You know, their yeah, man ran a 4 4 ain't nothing sneaky about that.
3: <laughs> right. Like, look at that feeling. He's just so, like, oh, he's, his athleticism Gritty. is pretty. Yeah. B- his, uh his – his tactic. Oh, Yeah, though. people act like they be throwing textbooks at people at cornerbacks
2: they just, <laughs> just run by i'm like oh you know he just outwork them you're not gonna outwork somebody to be fast and i'm like no you have to have talent and we t- and we talked and, and we talked about that with rocky i'm like rocky wasn't somebody just outworked people and like, rocky was a-, a athlete that was a slacker yeah, yeah. pretty much and that is the worst thing to happen in Philly sports is Rocky Balboa syndrome. I hate that shit. Because, like, that's why I was like, oh, like scrappy people and hard nose and all that. They hate people that make it too easy. Like, they couldn't stand what I'm going have because he was an athlete.
3: You got you. Billy, Billy,
2: Lord, Nick Foles. Uh, it is my dream that. We get a playoff game where the 6-9-1 Eagles host the 11-5 Chicago Bears, and Carson Wentz murders the dream of Nick Foles in the playoff once and for all. I will laugh my ass off. I don't care if they get the second round and get blown out 55 to nothing. Just give me that. I want a losing Eagle, NFC East winning Eagle team with Carson Wentz to beat Nick Foles. And just so I could not hear about the legend of Big Penis Nick and I'm like, people talk about Nick Foles. Do not watch Nick Foles. I see I'm about to go on a rant. I don't want to go into, but I'm like, I just hate this That's the I told Jeff, the worst thing that happened to Eagles wasn't that they won the Super Bowl. It's how they won the Super Bowl.
1: Nasty Nick.
2: He nasty <laughs> RP throwing jump balls and triple coverage. He's gonna get a receiver murdered, throw an interception, or he's gonna bounce off a helmet and shoot string and get a touchdown. Like, oh, he clutch. Somebody blew out the ACL and the guy wide open. Oh, Nick knew that was gonna happen. He's clutch. I'm like, good
3: God. Listen, Nick Foles is gonna let bring Meek Mill to that game. And Meek is just gonna look and nod, and he's gonna throw like eight touchdowns. And then he's gonna get shot in the back of the head like uh. Uh no, well, I guess it was the front of the head during um last Boy Scout. Oh and my! It's be <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my!
2: Somebody, <laughs> uh, somebody been eating bird seed again. Hey, ghost dog.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I, but- I'm glad y'all teams are having fun because uh, who
2: said my team? My team won one game.
1: Ain't y'all like? They first-
2: yeah, They got, one. They got hey, we, the in sec- yeah, we in second place. We won four and one. And we lost two games in a row, and I've never been happier about losses. So, no, I'm having fun because I'm kind of like <laughs> six games might win a division. And I can't wait to hear, hear all that. I'm like, you can't make proclamations about the football season or a damn pandemic. It's COVID. Yeah, that's like, he was playing for like 5,000 people. And he's still blue. Like I'm just I'm just watching. I have no expectations. And why would I be mad when Carson Wentz is playing out there and he has like one other starter?
1: See, you have you when I say one, one you got reasons. We don't have a reason. The Vikings yeah, have no reason. What's our reason? Yeah, you
2: do. Y'all decided to trust Kirk. <sighs> y'all that's the, that's the thing. Y'all, like we said, y'all trusted Kirk Cousins without really the whole thing. Like Kirk Cousins work. If everything else worked, it gotta be perfect. Like sad like a sad match match. Everything I, gotta be perfect. You know, it was if crazy. One table leg is missing up, it's gonna fall apart. That's Kirk Cousins. Y'all y'all thought that if y'all replaced the fine Days with Justin Jefferson, that's gonna be fine. No. Y'all needed to have both of them. And Thielen and Dalvin Cook. Y'all need it all. Kirk Cousins great if everything else is great.
1: Uh, yeah, okay.
3: I watched it. Game. and i was mad at you jeff because i was like how are these people stupid enough to trade the bills a guy that's actually good
1: uh that was more i i'm just figuring they wanted to point him as being a cancer you know bringing the morale of the get, locker room do down
3: see NFL right now in yards
1: yeah i, I look i was still keeping my eye own
3: josh allen can't hit the broadside of the barn but he could find stefan diggs 50 yards down the field in an, in an oak patch somewhere like Whitland, and he's going to get him a catch every time.
1: And that's what's crazy. Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins can find Justin Jefferson. Now he can't find Adam Thielen. He can't find him at all. And when he pushed him, when he tried to like, push the ball to him, interception, interception.
2: <sighs> yeah, well, like I said, Jesus said um, long you throw interception, you can't catch coronavirus.
1: I'm not afraid to die. I do, I should have known when he said that. This how the season was gonna work out.
3: Well, I mean, when head right outside his house, his uh, that's a that's a John Wick thing right there. I put a stone in this container for every year of life.
2: <laughs> twenty twenty, where Rich gets the chair. Um, Sideshow Bob, Brett Favre, <laughs> a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> a.k.a. the greatest QB who ever
1: lived.
2: Uh. My QB all of a sudden becomes woke, and his whole office dies.
0: <laughs>
3: and Jeff roots for a COVID trooper. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I have people. I was I was talking to my uh, director today. She's like, she's like, if there's one thing I know about you, when you argue with people, you have facts. Because you know, you saw it, Shahid. Some of the Buffalo people I know were like, well, you picked the team, the Missouri Compromise, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, let's let's break down. All 50 states in the United States of America are going to be ripe with racism and all sorts of isms. I went with the black quarterback.
2: The black quarterback that's guided by the black quarterback whisperer. Do you know how much money
3: Andy Reid has made black quarterbacks? Listen, Andy Reid when he made that choice to go with Donovan McNabb, people act like that was something. He was an option quarterback at Syracuse. Like, these are things that people, like, Andy's like, I trust this dude. And back then, they're like, I trust Andy Reid. We'll see about this guy. We don't people know. Wanted,
2: people wanted Ricky Williams and a boo when they drafted Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. It wasn't a lot of people with a solid amount of people. And keep in mind, Don McNabb was good enough to sign a hundred million dollar contract and played out his entire contract. Y'all right. signed him long ass deals. He played it out, got paid. Mike Vick comes out of jail, he signs a hundred million dollar contract. Cause I ain't out of that. And, and and then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes like, oh, well, he could have made more. <laughs> what? How 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 much did Patrick Mahomes sign for? It's a whole, yeah. Well, you know, he guaranteed it's like 275. Like he getting cut in three years. Like, what are we talking about? There, exactly. Is Patrick Mahomes is gonna be. Have y'all I know Cam loves that false guy, Aaron Rodgers, all he wants. It's like that's the greatest thing he ever saw. And Aaron Rodgers used to be the greatest thing we ever saw till Pat Mahomes came. Like, no, those are two, and this is no slander to Aaron Rodgers. There are things Patrick Mahomes can do that Aaron Rodgers will never be able to do. And he, I've never seen him do it. Right. I've seen Pat Mahomes throw sideways,
3: no look. Like Oh, this. yeah, he did that against the Bills, and it was, like, so so mon- monotonous people didn't pay attention. I saw it, and that's yeah. why I made it. Yeah, that dude just got a <laughs> down throwing without looking to his re- receiver.
2: I'm like, if you had Madden, you couldn't do this stuff on Madden. You yeah. Could
3: not do that stuff. Like,
2: if he had a vision cone, the cone would be like just cover the whole thing, and it's a perfect time wrap up. That's when I stopped playing Madden. Seriously. <laughs> the vision cone. Because it was racist. Yeah, Michael Vick's cone was like. Whoop. Michael Vick cone was the size of a pencil. Payton yeah, Man, could... and you had to turn shit. You could pay Man Tom Brady, you see the entire field. <laughs> the only black Corbett that had a decent vision cone was Don, Mc, was Don McNabb. Everybody else. No, you got to aim that shit like a sniper rifle.
1: I thought you could turn that nonsense off. I thought I remember you could turn it oh, off.
2: Yeah, you could it was- tr- complained about it. You do it, though.
1: Yeah, I didn't get it when it first came out. I think I got it once they made those changes.
2: Hmm. I remember seeing that. I see a pig. Man, I'm like, that, he can see everything. His cone was the whole field. If you get like Vince Young, you ain't seeing
1: shit. Oh, Vince Young was struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm like, why y'all make every quarterback, every black quarterback dumb?
1: Y'all yeah, better make sure they they made them fast, though. So they can scramble, uh-huh. of course.
2: That boy can run. Can't, can't And if, if they're not hitting exactly, it's missing about 10 yards or it's going to be an interception. And I'm like, this this game is racist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get up out of here, Rich, tell everybody where they can find you at on uh, social media and everything else that you do
3: sure Uh, you can find me on twitter at rich underscore fan fan anything related to uh let's see sports life politics whatever i'll be on there and then i do a podcast every week uh two of them for the porterless and torch uh one's the east coast cast with travis bryant on the vip side and then i do my own show the deep dive with rich fan every saturday so feel free to search pw torch daily cast or pw torch wherever you get your podcasts like this wonderful podcast and uh, you'll find me
1: all righty, uh, Shahid, you want to tell the people where they can find you?
2: Nope, you already know.
1: <laughs> All right,
2: I'm, I'm 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 around. You see him on Twitter, <laughs> you see <me> Instagram, <laughs> and I'm gonna say something right now. Uh-oh. I don't know because the elections coming or what's going on. Just leave me alone.
1: <laughs> don't Stay leave
2: me alone. Out <laughs> my DMs. Stay. Th- don't.
0: I- no. Do <laughs> not.
2: I- I'm thinking you fake. I'm thinking you a scam. I'm thinking you set by Putin or whatever. I'm not trusting any. I'm like Robert De Niro. I'm like Robert De Niro. He, lady, why you wanna know what I'm doing? <laughs> why you wanna know what I'm reading? Like, oh, I saw you. I I saw your profile. I think you a good man. I posted chicken wings. But like, leave me alone. Just just asking. Like, you make joke. Oh, he be thinking he joking. I don't know if he's here. not. I'm serious. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to have more than 500 followers because that shit goes sideways real fast. And knuckleheads be jumping to the mentions. And guess what? Rich is nice because he works for the Torch and he's a nice, good, God-fearing man. Jeff is nice because Jeff wants to be cool and like everybody like that. Cam want to be friends and want to be the party. So he endorses that. I am not nice. I am polite. I, I will fight you. I will I will hurt I'm one of those types of like I will drop the pen and I will find you. I will cuss you out and then mute you. Let me be. Listen to the show, enjoy the show, download the show. Don't try to be my friend. Uh-oh. I will I don't need no more friends. I got enough. I'm trying to get rid of some actually at this point.
1: My goodness. Uh, If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff vs. The World on Twitter and on Facebook and the real Jeff vs. The World on Instagram. Next week, we'll be on the Patreon, the last Patreon show of the year. A thin line between love and hate. We are out. Peace.